Network. Welcome to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, Mr. Mustard himself. Oh, second meeting. How's it, how's it going, everybody? It's going to be a good day today there, sir. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you, Deadman. And with me, as always, my other brother, <laughs> DJ. How, how does it feel, bitch? <laughs> I feel like Deadman's going to toss my salad later. Yeah, that's a given. Wow. Damn right. Anyway. I'll make sure it's extra nutty for you. Oh, it's oh. a bit nutty. This coffee tastes like shit. Damn right. Pecans. What? Why pecans? You'll know. <laughs> okay, sure. Anyways, what have you guys been up to this week? What have you guys been playing? Uh, Literally just Modern Warfare. That's it? You, well, no, you've been playing Siege, too. You've been also streaming. Oh, I always play Siege, but like... Anything special right now is definitely Modern Warfare. Alright. Uh, Deej, what about you? Uh, playing that game, Code Vein. Code Vein? Yeah. What's what's that? Yeah, that... It's like Dark Souls, but like... But anime. No, I'm out. You said Dark Souls. I'm out. Thank you. No, oh. thank you. <laughs> oh, shit. That's not why you're out. You hate anime. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Dead Man likes having his games handed to him. Oh, shit. Oh, it's going to be one of them days, I see. Hey, you may be, maybe third billet. That's what you get. <laughs> I'm good with it. Let's do this. I've actually been playing uh, uh, Legend of Zelda uh, Link's Awakening on the Switch. You hear that, Deej? You actually got it, dude. I'll tell you. All right. Well, a Switch and Legend of Zelda. So how yeah. is it? Uh, honestly, it's a lot different than I remember. Like, like I, I appreciate the upgraded graphics and everything else like that. But I was like, like the, the the Switch controller for some reason, I'm still getting used to the Joy Cons. It's a little, it's a little small. It's a little small, but like, I, yeah, I, for, find, I, I found it pretty nice though. For gorilla hands like mine, it's 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 small. It's on the small side. You mean like ours? Because I have pretty huge hands too, bro. Yes, dude, like ours. Make you feel included. Yeah. yeah, you know what? You know what? Yeah, fuck you. Well, why don't why don't you why don't you ever why don't you tell everybody about your new uh, your new thing this week, there, mustard? Dude, so like the wonderful people in the Magic Squirrel Network all commuted together and donated this wonderful sounding microphone, uh, so that we could just you know have a better podcast. Because I was tired of using my Xbox Live mic from fucking 2012. Like I was saying. Like I was saying, um, no, we're really grateful though. We really appreciate it. Uh, the mic is going to be used for streaming. Uh, the podcast is going to be used for probably maybe even some like music production, like in the, in the next couple months. Like if I get everything settled on my laptop again. But uh, yeah, uh, thank you guys. Really appreciate it. It's going to really do a lot for our uh, our network here. Yeah, it is. Uh, we're we're gonna have a personal thank you, if not at the end of probably at the end of this episode, uh, for everybody involved. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, thank you so much to everybody that donated. Everybody who spread the word, we owe you a lot because this is a big, big boost. And uh, I know right now he's kind of sitting away from it, but it's okay. He's new to the microphone world, 
Sitting You'll away get, from it? Yeah, because you, you, you kind of sound back here, bro. Okay, is this, is this better right here? Much better. Thank you very much. Okay. So now that we got that technicality out of the way, Deej, that was nice of him. Yeah, it was very nice of him. It really is, dude. Did you want to tell Mustard to go screw himself? Uh, go screw yourself. Love it. And let's get yeah. this show started. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, speaking of getting screwed, uh, Fortnite superstar has been con- has been confirmed banned for life for cheating. Uh, YouTuber uh, Faze Jarvis has been issued a lifetime ban by Epic Games. And um, I'm like, good. Now that's I a have, face. Dude, yeah, you seeing this, dude? Are you seeing this, kids? I want to click on the video. Do it. I dude, I wanna you want to hear it? You want to hear him blubber all over the place? Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. What up? Deej? By all means. Playing the video. Blubber away. This kid's got the weirdest hair. You know, it's crazy that I I'm, I can never play Fortnite again or even create content for you guys. Fuck is this? Okay, you know, there we go. There are other games. A massive mistake, and of course, I would never think about doing anything like this again. You did it in the first place, homie. Recently, I posted some videos of me using aimbot in solos and playground mode. It didn't even cross my mind to think that I could be banned for life on Fortnite from. Hey, yeah, he's going to CNN. It was yeah. an accident thing. Fuck off with that. He's dead. He, that was that was a good play, man. Wait, there's, I don't think it's possible for us to lose right now. Oh, look at that. We have zero tolerance policy for the usage of cheat software. Cheating that's all. That's that's it. It's terrible. You should never do it. It's not I did acceptable. It. It's zero tolerance. You should. We all do it, but yeah, in a shared I've world, never come on. Even then, you don't broadcast it everywhere. That's that's where you fucked up. Yeah. XXIF and Ronaldo were also caught in cahoots with this. The two gamers were banned for two weeks before competing in the Fortnite World Cup, which I think is complete bullshit. Epic Games policy states that cheaters are permanently banned from the game. I know now how big of a mistake this was, and like, I, it's just. There's and now I have to get a real job? <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, but that's basically it. I mean, <laughs> oh god, the idea of being normal. Oh god, this is six million views on the uh, apology video. Uh, hold on a sec here. Let's see. Okay. The thing is, is that zero tolerance, zero tolerance policy, zero fucking tolerance, and. and, and the idea that he's that he he's going to get his shit back. and he's part of phase and that's the worst part of all this like you oh, know I, go ahead. I heard i heard some people were uh, defending him saying like a lifetime bans uh you know maybe a bit too much you know i mean i'm freaking sorry but you know, if it's your personal game, you don't affect anyone. You know, cheat all you want. You know, you you pay for the game. You know, go nuts. But, but he's not. He's not just a normal person, though. He's a fucking. He's part of a clan. He's part of an esports team. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I under, I mean, I understand. I, mean, I can understand that, but I'm still sorry, you know, cheating. So in a game like Fortnite, you know, shared world, you know, you're facing with other players. I mean, it's frustrating. I mean, I still remember, like, you know, back when I was playing Destiny 1, you know, during the uh, the Charles Osiris, you played that mustard. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I had to, I, uh, I played, like, three times before I had to face, like, a bunch of lag switches because everyone wanted the perfect uh, tower run. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Screw this. I don't think, I mean, I, I, I forgot how long it took for Bungie to actually get off their bus and actually do something about it. You know, but it's just so frustrating. You know, you have people, you know, cheating like that. You know, they basically get away with it and, and you're just left pissed off because, you Sorry. know, here you are trying to. He, like, yeah, he's part of all this marketing, branding, or whatever, but ultimately he's not special. So I, I feel like. The lifetime ban falls to him, just like it falls to everybody. So, fuck him. You know, it's, it's not like they literally said. I mean, you, you, uh, we all saw. It. It's like they explicitly said, "You get cheat, you're banned." You get fucked. You know, zero tolerance. I mean, it's not like you know you can't know. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's white. It's not like it's not unknown. You know what I mean? Like we have several accounts of all these gamers getting banned for life because of fucking cheating. But here is what Ninja had to say. Uh, Dude, you want to take that? Of course. <clears throat> he's still, he's still super young. Ninja says while I'm discussing the incident with another person on st- stream. I just think it's stupid. It's a stupid kid making a stupid decision. Didn't really fully think about it. It wasn't at a tournament. It wasn't at a cash cup or anything like that. I think it should. It should maybe be like a six month ban from competition. Permanent though. He definitely deserves a punishment, but. And then it just cuts. Yeah. Others on the stream uh, then asked that if you would desire an unknown player to be banned for cheating, then why not a person for online following, with an online following, and that a content creator should not get a slap on the wrist. Ninja then states that his content creators are good for the game, shortly followed by others that Fortnite is doing just fine. Another person then brings up that ending Jarvis's business and career was unpalatable, which Ninja agreed to wholeheartedly. Uh, please note that while playing, Ninja stopped and rephrased the start of the sentence many times. Uh, Mustard, go ahead. Exactly. I mean, what else is he going to play? He's got to transition over from the most popular games and literally a game that made him competitively and from his skill and everything that he's accomplished in it. And he's got to now literally play another game. I'm not saying he shouldn't get banned at all. I'm not saying he shouldn't get any punishment. He should get punished. Maybe you could try Overwatch. Yeah, I mean, it's it's try just... Call of try Call of Duty. Try Overwatch. Try uh, uh, Tarkov. Siege. There's uh, PUBG is still very Fucking strong. Siege, dude. Siege is looking for players all over the place. Uh, is Apex Legends uh, growing in that field yet, or they still have a long ways to go? They still nah, have it's a not long really way. Esports. It's not really esports ready yet. Yeah, okay. No, no battle royale is truly esports ready, except Fortnite because they can literally control every step of the game. Yeah. Well, hey, we made another Blizzard game. You know, was it Hearthstone or something like that? <laughs> oh, Hearthstone. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, stop <laughs> with your Blizzard bullshit. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Your Bethesda and bullshit witch. Your the Bethesda and Blizzard witchcraft does not work in this fucking podcast. Okay. <laughs>
It's oh, a I, salty day today. <laughs> I tell you, man. Damn. I love this. I you love this. Even though Overwatch is Blizzard, you didn't miss anything there. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Either way, I mean, where do you guys stand? Because I know exactly where the fuck I stand. I pretty much already made my point clear. Okay, well, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I feel I, I already said it. He's not special. If everybody receives a lifetime ban. He should receive a lifetime ban. That's how it works. Yep. You fuck around. You got fucked. You got caught. You're you're out. You're out, kid. You're out. Mm-hmm. You're, you're it done. doesn't matter if you're young. It doesn't matter if you're stupid. It doesn't. It really fucking. It just really doesn't matter. You're out. Move the fuck on. Uh, start playing other games. That's all I could say. And even then, I can't even. I can't even put any kind of trust behind whatever brand he is going to try to go forward with. You know what I mean? Like he's permanently fucked his name. Yeah, he has a stigma now. So fuck this guy. You get what you deserve. All right. So, <laughs> speaking of Bethesda, <laughs> oh motherfucker! Uh, Fallout seventy six players are getting refunds despite a no refunds policy, and it's confusing. Bethesda says it is not legally obligated to provide refunds for activated product codes, but it is anyways in some cases. Why? Okay. Do we have a reason why, or is this all just going to be speculation? Uh, from what I've read, apparently in some countries, it you know, yeah, you have to like, uh, the government literally states if a product is like is not working, or you know, you fucked up, or whatever, it does not matter if on your platform or not. According to this government policy, you have to give a refund, like period. Right, and uh, in Australia. That's pretty much where uh, this story comes from. Because Australia went through all this, like, no. But those are you fucked up royal. Like, I've got the, the real specifics right. of, of how their thing goes. But it's basically, a, you know, it's like, you know, if a product's not ready or it's not working properly, and you have to either try to fix it or you have to give a refund. And Bethesda, well, you know, this thing's like, what, almost a year? Just about a year, a year. old. Yeah. And yeah, it's still it's terrible. And uh, so Australia's pretty much like, no. You give, you know, no. They ask for a refund, you give a refund. There's no question, there's no other, uh, no, no other question about it. And I know some other countries have that similar policy. Yeah, I know the UK <laughs> is starting to do that too. Yeah, now if only the uh, US would uh, adopt that. Oh, well, the US, I mean, I know we some have states a, do. Yeah, I was going to say, in the US, we have this beautiful system that we can sue whoever the fuck we want. And uh, isn't, it, isn't it the best, dude? <laughs> it's, it's better than a lot of people have I'll say that uh, So uh, Deej why don't you go ahead and take that I want to sue you dead man Bring I'm going to sue you for fucking mental distress My guy because you won't admit the division And destiny are the same fucking game dude wah, wah, wah. I'll see you in court <laughs> Oh dude you don't, no, Don't take dead man to punch He'll punch your attorney I'll be, I'll be representing myself, not, so you'll we're be not punching reason, me. <laughs> we're not. We're not talking about that. We're not <laughs> talking about that. Myself, so you'll be punching uh, my ass. <laughs> Please, Deej, read the thing. It explode. Apparently, punch him first, though. Honestly, <clears throat> and that'll be his opening statement. 
The company said in an email that it has begun looking into the matter when it became clear that Fallout 76 was released in a worse state than anyone expected. We have heard from many <laughs> consumers. We have heard from many consumers who believe they could receive a receive a refund, attempted to do so, and were denied. A representative wrote, "Assuming what what they say is true, that is that is classic consumer fraud." Yep. Yeah, uh, mustard. Go ahead and take the next one because this is actually kind of getting interesting. Some typical forms of unfair and deceptive trade practices include the omission of a material fact in connection with a, such, with a sale such as fa- failing to disclose that a product suffers from a debilitating defect or promising something like a refund and not delivering on that promise. Those examples should probably resonate with Fallout 76 users. We are still finalizing our legal strategy, but will likely have a formal class action complaint on file in federal court by the end of the week. God damn. They fucked up big time. Yeah. When the government has to literally say, no, fuck you, you're giving a refund. Yeah, you fucked up. You fucked up. The government has to get involved in your private business. That's when you know you fucked up. Yeah. That's the worst part. I mean, I want to get, I mean, I want to get past the Bethesda Blizzard and all that, but they just keep. Yeah, we know you want to. We know you want to. And you're telling me right now, you better get that shit out of here, brother. (laughs) Well, sorry. Anyway, it's not going to happen. All right, let's see. Uh, Richard Hogue of Hogue Law told uh, GameDaily.biz that the odds of the threatened lawsuit going anywhere are essentially zero. In general, software is not sold to users, it is licensed, and that's what DJ hates above all else. Because of that, use of any software is subject to the terms and licensing of the contract. Uh, Some countries do have more consumer-friendly refund requirements. Recall Valve's year-long beef with Australia's uh, competition a triple C, but Zenimax covers that base with required by applicable law statement. So, in other words, they're trying to say that the terms of service speak for itself in the refund policy right here, uh, which may be legally sufficient, but it can be challenged, especially with a bait and switch tactic. Like, the, there's, yeah, there's. Yeah, like telling people they'll get a fucking refund and then being like, wait, no, never mind, y'all can't get me. Well, yeah, it, good luck with that. And it, Australia it, hates video games. Yeah, they yeah, they're, they're going no, no. So yeah, but they're not going to win this. Australia hates video games like anyway. At least the government does. No, oh, yeah. So does New Zealand and shit. You know. So yeah, no, they're not going to win. But doesn't mean need to just freaking yeah, we fucked up. Here's your fucking refund. Just try to move on because they are not going to win against a government that literally wants to take again, you down again. Yeah. We fucked up. Here's your refund and move on again. <laughs> again. Yep, and this is gonna this is gonna be interesting if this lawsuit goes forward and actually goes anywhere. We so, hate Blizzard and Bethesda on this podcast. We have issues with them, yeah. So, uh, what's next here? Oh, God, yeah. Okay, so I guess let's preface this story. Um, no, you know what? Fuck it. We'll go into it. The new Call of Duty game cast Russians as villains, and it has sparked an online controversy. Russians are villains, dude. <laughs> Don't say oh. that. That's horrible. <laughs> I'm just obviously I'm kidding. Oh god. Are you though? Obviously I'm kidding. Uh let's see here. Um this does contain spoilers, so in case you haven't played uh the new Modern Warfare, skip I haven't played the campaign. Skip this story. Uh well too bad. You're part of this podcast, so you're gonna hear it. Um 
Nope, backing out, boys. <laughs> <laughs> At one point in time, uh, you become a certain character watching Russians kill ma- uh, kill civilians, uh, so on and so forth. We're not going to. Tr- I'm trying to word this around the spoilers. You know what I mean? Uh, however, the scene of Russians killing civilians, unarmed civilians, uh, has earned some detractors uh, and some naysayers. Uh, uh, like it's it's difficult because I'm I'm trying to read all this. Uh, essentially, yeah. Hold on a sec. Ilya Davidov, or Davidov, an influential Russian gamer with nearly half a million Twitch followers, said he signed a promotion deal with Activision Russia, Russia to live stream the game over six months. But until but on October 25th, time to release the game, he backed out two hours before he was scheduled for his first campaign live stream, following a look at the missions. Uh, Mustard, do you want to go ahead and read that real quick? I realized that I did not want to show such content on my channel since the story campaign was filled with outrageous moments that presented Russia and the Russian army as war criminals. Davidov, who also goes by Madison, told the Washington Post by email. Alright. Let's see if we're going to move on from this. But honestly, though, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like... Okay. Go ahead and uh, read that one, Deej. Part of Davidoff's agreement, he said, was not to mention the no Russian mission. Why? Part of the... Whatever. That mission let players partake in a Russian terrorist attack in an airport. It prompted blowback for Activision, which which removed the mission from Russian versions of the game, which at the time was available on PC. Why? Uh, I get. I, I kind of see it. I mean, Jeremy did the same thing with the whole uh, Wolfenstein thing. Oh well, Jeremy like, did a bunch of things. Not only Wolfenstein, yeah, but, but uh, Doom as well. For some reason, they they didn't like Doom. Oh, dude, China also censors fucking literally everything. Yeah, true. You know, I mean, I get. I guess I can kind of see their point, but I mean, I don't know. I. I Give me like a whole deb- this whole podcast could be a debate over this. Yeah, okay, but we're not we're, really because like I, like it's a video game, it's a fictional world. Like, yeah, Russians are always depicted in, as villains and every other like and, and a lot of other media outlets. Okay, but here's here's a caveat to oh. all of this. Okay, here's a caveat to all of this. This is a prequel. To Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. The main bad guys in Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare way back in 2000, what? Seven? Seven? Yes. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Were Russians, were, were militarized extremist Russians. And this game takes place before that. Uh, the, this is a prequel. It fills in a whole lot of blanks, believe it or not, that we, we have from the first game going forward. The, the, the this this is this is a product of the ages. You know, back then, you know, with the first Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare, there was nobody going. I don't know, man. Russians aren't that bad. Fucking Jesus. But we've said it a million times on this podcast, and we'll continue to say it. Activision, uh, Infinity Ward specifically, has never, ever, ever had an issue putting in a fuck you moment to whatever political sensitivities are happening at the time. 
That's true. They've always been very, like, yeah, gun-ho about that. Yeah, if it's warranted, they'll put it in there. And it's, it's, and, it, and they even give you the option to skip no Russian. It's like, okay, no, here's the mission. They you did. know, yeah, they give you the option. It's like, here's the mission. You can skip if you want. Oh, okay. I thought you said you didn't. I was like, no, they did. Yeah. No, 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 they did. Yeah. So, this is old hat. This is old news. This is this is idiots looking for pearls to clutch, and you're not going to get it from us because. Uh, we're familiar with the franchise, we're familiar with the series, we're familiar with everything that happens, and this is nothing new. So, I mean, if you wanna if you wanna bitch about Russians being the bad guys, I got bad news, bro. There's a whole decade and a half called the eighties that didn't really like Russians. I mean, come on. Literally, guys, name to me how many fucking movies in the eighties were just fighting Russians. Come on. I imagine that was probably as, as many movies as there was with slices of bread. Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> Terminator. Die Hard. <laughs> I can keep going for days, boys. Fucking, oh, they, fucking they Rocky, dead, dude. Fucking Rocky. <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> fucking Rocky. Rocky, the most American Rambo. wholesome goddamn. Yeah, Rambo. Rambo and Ralph, dude, Sylvester Stallone has a personal fucking vendetta with these goddamn Russians. He's <laughs> no wonder he doesn't go over there, dude. <laughs> dude, Ruskies, <laughs> Ruskies. <laughs> uh, that's another. Oh uh, God! But it's just welcome, welcome to fucking, welcome to history, man. Air buds. <laughs> Air Bud. <laughs> he fought the Russians too. <laughs> he did, dude. There's even a joke in that song, uh, I'm the Boss from The Lonely Island, where he literally. Jet and bomb the Russians. Yeah, the, jo- the joke is ages old. If you're not in on this and you just want to fucking clutch your political pearls, go the fuck and ahead. All, and that's all it is, dude. Oh, I have a following, so I'm going to make a stance where I think this is important. Like, it's it's not, buddy. It's not important. No, there's things that they should stand for, right? There's things that they should promote. No, that's there's what I'm things saying on something that seems important when it's not. Yeah, but this one, yeah. this one ain't it. This one yeah. ain't your hill to die on. Yep. Deej, come on, give me some because you're a Chuck Norris fan. Give me some Chuck Norris movies where he fought Russians. <laughs> Last Action Hero, Double O Seven. I'm telling you, I can go all day. I've seen them all, dude. Die Hard too. <laughs> oh my god! Like what? You sound like a principal reading the lunch menu. <laughs> <laughs> I can, oh, dude, I'm oh my to... gosh! It's just that so one good. with uh, Dolph Lundgren and Terminator in the same movie. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just too good to me. Like, it, like it's just. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for the list. Uh, must have been please stop. There's only a finite amount of time in the universe. <laughs> exactly. Dude. We, can, we can literally keep going all fucking day. How many times uh, we fought Russians in movies? 
and video games. Let's not forget. And video vi- yeah, let's not forget uh, video bad games. Bad Boys. Too. Bad Boys 2, I think. Bad, was bad, he was not bad Boys 2, he was Cuban. No, 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 no. But uh, the sub boss, the other bad guys, they were Russian. <laughs> the mini boss. The mini boss. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, yeah. yo, fucking John Wick, dude. John fucking Wick. Wick. John he's like, he's fucking Wick. Russians all day, dude. All day. Doesn't even st- he doesn't even stop for a snack. And I bet you Russians are in that movie theater going, "Yeah, fuck yeah, dude." That's <laughs> did they not fucked up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, the 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 kid, the the guy that the guy that kicked the his Baba puppy. Liga. Yeah, he killed he killed the puppy. Then fucking John Wick's murdering every single one of them. Justifiable. <laughs> fucking fucking uh uh God uh. Razor Fist made the fucking joke about killing Russians one day. <laughs> like, it, like it, it, it's a trope. It's it, it's part of history. Let the fuck go of your pearls and get the fuck over it. So let's dead yeah, this and move on. Thank you. Now before yeah, we, we get had a lot in, of fun with that one. Yeah, we did. Before we get into this, I want to ask something about movies to you guys because honestly, I have found myself kind of in a. Oh, like I I, I find it okay. Let me let me formulate this. Do you guys think documentaries have lost their teeth? I think I think uh, documentaries are um, they could be easily bought and swayed in a certain way, very easily. So, mm. in a way, yes, but like in a way, no, because like if you want to say something, money can buy you and say it. You can say whatever the fuck you want, you know. Um, I don't know about lost the teeth, but definitely filed them down. Alright, the reason the reason I'm asking this, right, is because when me and well mustard, you're a little bit too young for this, but when me and DJ were growing up, well documentaries were rare. They were not they didn't come along often, and when they did come along, they had something monumentous to say. There were there were things that were there. Some of them were biased. I'm not gonna lie. A good percentage of them were biased, but most of them were unbiased. So documentaries were difficult to make. They were difficult to put out, and when some when when they did come out, they were impactful. Now, in 2019, it seems like everybody and their fucking mother. Has a documentary about something. Like Vice, dude. Vice. Like, there's that joke where that guy, like, throws a fucking dildo at a whiteboard. And it's like, pick a drug. And then it's like, pick a fucking, uh, pick a minority. And then pick a country. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's that's what I'm talking about. The idea it's that... It's the same thing. Yeah, they, they can make a documentary out of anything now. Yeah. And I think, uh... I think the, not only is the market oversaturated... But it's oversaturated with bad documentaries. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. One uh, one documentary that actually makes me agree wholeheartedly was that one, uh, Super Size Me. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was, uh, can McDonald's food make you gain weight? I'm like... Of course it can. No oh, shit! Like, do you really need, like, what was it, a three-hour documentary? Was it two, three hours? Three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three-hour documentary to, to let us know that McDonald's food make you gain weight? I mean, <laughs> you can go to a dietitian and learn that in like five seconds. I mean, plus, it was dis- it was intellectually dishonest. This guy did not come out in the beginning and actually say that he was vegan. He was completely vegan. 
that he was switching to this uh, this meat incorporated diet and everything else like that, this high fat diet uh, overnight. He did not state that, and that's everybody agrees that's actually part of why he why the documentary and why he felt like shit most of the time was because he went from a completely plant based diet with almost no fats and sugars to a fast food diet which has a lot of fats and sugars and salt. And yeah, dude, your body's going to react highly negatively. But at the same fucking time, uh, about a year later, there was a, a, a female bodybuilder who did the exact same diet and actually lost weight. She lost weight uh, on, on the McDonald's diet. Like, it, so, uh, I mean, like, I used to love documentaries, uh, you know, like, Religious. I just recently watched the, the, um... The amazing Jonathan documentary on Hulu. I mean, so what? I mean, what? What if? What have you guys watched lately that have, that has brought you to this? A documentary wise. Yeah. Sorry, my dog's oh. barking. Some a leaf blew across the sidewalk. You know how it is. Um. I don't know, man. Did you want to take it? Because I I need to take it. Oh, you know what? I got one. I got one. Uh, fucking Willowbrook. Have you guys ever heard of that? No. Negative. It was like this this institution in the 1970s where they didn't understand mental illness very well and like mental retardation and stuff and like there were these people with tremors, people who like couldn't take care of themselves, you know, disabled people mentally that we would normally today, you know, put in a good place with people that take care of them like 24/7 like, you know, no. This was a place where like there was no electricity. There was um like maybe four people to take care of a hundred kids and like the living conditions were just fucking terrible like full of feces and stuff and this was like back in the 70s like they had to sneak back they had to sneak in there and like film because they didn't let all of them it was just crazy so now that i watch documentaries now you're right i'm like eh, they lost their grit you know indeed what about you well i mean are you asking like the last documentary i've uh and what, what, or... what documentary did you see that brought you to this? Like, it's oversaturated, the teeth are gone. Uh, oh, they're not said, super size me. Super size me. So that was yours. Yeah, that was mine. I mean, I was like watching this, and I was like, oh my god, this is so fucking stupid. Um, the, the Amazing Jonathan documentary with... Because uh, I, mean, I, I, I saw The Amazing Jonathan live, and he's an, he's an incredible performer. Uh, there was there was a lot of truth brought out in it. And... I, and uh, uh, in in part of Penn Gillette's uh ad roles on his podcast Penn Sunday School, he talks about the Jonathan uh the amazing Jonathan documentary, and he says, "Can a documentary tell a, a hurtful story without taking advantage of somebody?" And somebody in his crew is like, "Yeah," and he goes, "No." So like, even though this this uh, amazing Jonathan documentary is it's amazing, it's eye opening, and you know there's there's some stuff in there that you're kind that you're kind of like going eh, I don't know, but uh, I I saw the document what documentary was it recently it was on, it was on pollution or something, but it was completely you could tell that this was so pro oil and, and, and pro coal that it's like nobody nobody produced this uh, unbiasedly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, oil yeah, has I, a lot of money. I know I know the ones that you're talking about, yes, sir. You know which one I'm talking about? 
Well, I know what kind of documentaries you're talking about. Like, it's yeah, obviously it's, like completely swayed in one direction. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. So, anyways, folks, if you agree with us or if you disagree with us or you think that uh, we're we're kind of shooting uh, smoke out our ass, let us know. You got on social media, email us. Because honestly, I, I I've I've heard in conversation more recently, more than ever. Oh, I watched a documentary on this. Oh, I saw a documentary on that. Oh, I saw that, and I, I it just. Oh yeah, I hear that all the time too. I'm like, like all the time, all the fucking time, and I'm just kind of sick of it. And I'm like, they they've lost their teeth. So, anyways, moving on. Yeah. Terminator. I mean, the problem is that people use documentaries as they're like the source you know it's like oh it's in a yeah. documentary so it must be true that's yeah fucking hilarious i know i think about that all the time definitely yeah no doubt i mean what what was uh uh the documentary on uh, ted bundy right not the movie but the documentary that came out just around the same time yeah yeah, oh, I yeah the 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 serial killer tapes or whatever yeah yeah that one uh-huh yes yeah, I, I i saw the whole thing it wasn't that good no, because it was completely slanted. No, it wasn't yeah. slanted. It, it was just not enough information. They said, yeah. oh, yeah, we have the confession. Oh, yeah, we have this and that. And it's like, it's just him, like, little little bits and spurts of him talking with, like, the dude saying, like, oh, yeah, and he, he said this, and he looked this way when he said it, and then they went back to facts on the cases. It just wasn't what it, like, seemed to be, you know, like. Well, that's, that's yeah, what I mean, I mean by slanted. Yeah, it, w- it was totally slanted towards the title and towards the reporter to give them some clout, even though it was all bullshit. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was all right if you wanted the basic, if you knew, like, nothing about Ted Bundy. If you wanted to just know, like, the basics. Yeah, pretty much. I, yeah, I guess it's all right, but past that, no. No. Yeah, no. Nah. So, Terminator Dark Fate on track to lose $120 million after the Hell box yeah. office bomb. Damn uh, right. I don't know, man. I haven't seen it yet. I was planning to. Uh, you want to know why it happened? You know yeah, why? well, I mean, I mean, we we got we got all the right we got all the right chemicals here. We have Arnold Schwarzenegger. We have Ridley Scott. We have fucking uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Not Jamie Lee Curtis. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, she kind of looks like her, though. A little bit. I, I can't remember her name right now for some fucking reason. Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Th- God damn it! Thank you. And you know, um, we got all of this stuff, but but for some reason it just did <laughs> we not. We got all this stuff, but it just Hell did yeah. not land. It did not yeah. land. Uh, we're no, not going to go into man. it, but uh, let's see. Yeah, because... fucking tired of Terminator movies. Spoiler alert! I mean. Yeah, I mean, okay, like forget Dark Fate. Like you know, seriously, like look Hollywood. It's simple. You can't Terminator Two pretty much closed the book on that type of story. If you want to continue the franchise, it's so simple. Seriously, I don't know why anyone, no one has ever figured this out. But do the future war? Oh, like we had with uh... Salvation. Salvation, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you know, like you know, they had the right idea. Like that's how you continue. If you want to continue the franchise, that's how you go. You can't do this time travel anymore. It, it, <laughs> that's over with. It's they done. Can. They can and they will. Do we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't. Yeah, well, right there. Right there. <laughs> They're forcing that. it down our own throats. It's like the future war, Hollywood. 
focus on that. You want Terminator to have, you know, the franchise to continue proper where no one bitches. You do that. Salvation. Can finish the trilogy. I'm with that. I'm with that. Finish this. Finish the Salvation trilogy. That was good. And and bring back Christian Bale. God damn it. No, fuck Christian Bale, dude. Oh, dang. Here we go. Hey, what? 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 He was the only John Connor that didn't look like a complete fucking moron. No, I'm sorry, but all of them look like complete fucking morons, dude. No, because Christian Bale is John Connor. At least this guy was a fighter. This guy was this guy was exactly what all the tapes that Sarah had made about him. He was smart. He was cruel. He fought the machines on their level. Like he, he was all of that. He he said fuck the current government too, and that's all part of this. That's all part of the Sarah Connor tapes uh, that that he was going to do. And, and you know, like okay, fine, fine, like <clears throat> like. Uh, uh, but that's just it. Like he's the only one we've ever seen like that. Everybody else is like. I don't know what to do. I'm gonna fight the machines, but I gotta rescue. Like, no, like this. This John Connor was like, "Fuck you, fuck them, fuck everybody who's not pro humanity." And I like you know, that. Yeah, I mean, John Connor. I mean, the only one that was, I thought was decent was the one John Connor in Genesis before the whole him being the Terminator. You know, like spoiler, but like I said, it's been years, so if you haven't listened to it, whatever. Yeah, but Genesis, <laughs> John Connor. Was it stupid. was on the right track, but for some reason, it just didn't land for me. It was stupid. It was fucking stupid. Oh, he's he's infected. Like what? What the fuck? He's infected. Well, yeah, like no, yeah, I mean that part. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just like I was just focusing on the future war aspect. Yeah, it was bullshit. Yeah, like yeah, past, like, forget the infection. I'm just talking about this, the future war. And like I said, he was on the right track, but I guess there wasn't. Uh, he didn't really flush him out more, like in the future war, because. I thought he was on the right track. I thought he, you know, like there was something there, but then he was infected. And of course the whole, that happened. Uh, the rest of the movie happened. The rest of the plot happened. That was the problem. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean it was just bad. Like, so like uh, Genesis was so, so bad. And it, and it was bad because it was honestly a bad movie. Everybody else, everybody in it movies. was good. They all are bad movies. I, I can't. I cannot call Salvation a bad movie. I can't do it. Especially not for a Terminator movie. But um, this is here. The main problem with Terminator Dark Fate is how derivative it is. The Rev-9 is a, a hybrid of the liquid metal, the T-1000, and the T-800. Um, the idea itself is a riff on the Rise of the Machines TX, which it really isn't. The TX was just stupid. <laughs> You're stupid. I know. <laughs> what is a TX though? I don't even know what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, the I'm so I'm so fucking lost in what you guys are saying right now. If I'm being completely honest with you, because I don't Terminator watch these 3. movies ever. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, uh, well, watch Terminator Three. You'll get it. I'm good. It was bad. 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 I have yet to see this one. Uh, apparently, there's no plans to follow up this movie uh, because of how. Bad. It was yeah, meant. Uh, yeah. But, Tim Miller. I think the, the director. Yeah, he bowed out. It's like because uh, he did something that, that he did something that was pretty much unforgivable in the Terminator franchise. So it's like, yeah. Tim Miller didn't bow out, did he? Uh, yeah. He's uh, he said he's gonna stop. 
Oh, he, I think yeah. we talked about that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He it was that bad. Like he messed up that bad. And it was like, yeah. Well, I mean, let's not forget that a lot of what happens with the fucking Terminator movies is the goddamn editing. Oh, that too. But no, no, like no. This wasn't an editing problem. This was the story problem. Wouldn't doubt that either. Yeah, that's the reason why oh, this whole thing blew story up. Anything? It's exactly what I was about to. Say. Yeah, like I said, people say like objectively, it's a pretty good film. But like I said, but the story fucks up so bad. It's like, yeah, yeah. And it's it's of one places. of those. Huh? What's that? In Mr. a lot of places, it fucks up in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Just because yeah. there's so many holes in the plot, dude. Like all the time, it's so whack. Yeah, like okay, like like I said, no spoilers, but to give you an example, Dead Man. Genesis was more faithful. I, I believe it. Yeah. I believe that, it. So you know, you've seen yeah. this one? You've seen Dark Fate? Oh, dude, I'm seeing it Wednesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, like I read enough, and I'm going to watch it. Like, I, I got to see this for myself. Yeah, I'm probably going to watch it between now and the next podcast. We'll talk about it then. Then. Yeah, all right. Sounds good. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck movies. Oh, Fuck man. Terminator, dude. There's too many. So that's we... furious complex. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, we t- we called it on this podcast. Uh, we yelled at Disney. Disney is now submitting the Avengers Endgame cast for Oscar consideration. And honestly, good. I really well, don't want to. Yeah. I really don't want to delve into any of this. But we're just gonna read who best supporting actor is. And Best Supporting Actresses are. So Best Supporting Actor, uh, Robert Downey, Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Jeremy Renner, Josh Brolin, Paul Rudd, Don Cheadle. Uh, Actresses, Scarlett Johansson, Gwyneth Paltrow, Zoe Zaldana, uh, Karen Gillian, and Brie Larson. And good. Yeah. Like, that's all I wanted. That's all I really want to go through is just good. Good, good, good. You listen to your fans. Disney... Did not fuck this one up. I mean, what do you, what do you, do you guys do? You guys think they deserve an Oscar? Uh, deserve? Uh, you know, there's some good competition this year, so maybe not. But I at least won a nomination. Nobody like deserves anything, but like if they earned it through like okay, with... well, did they earn it? Fine. I don't know, brother. I don't know. You know, I was just looking for just looking for the nominations. I mean, so that's that's pretty much what I'm I'm satisfied for with. Dead man's favorite word, amalgamation. <laughs> uh, well, I tell you what, <clears throat> good for them, good for Disney for listening to us. But here's another part that Disney actually listened to us. Sarah Jessica Parker has confirmed that the original cast has agreed to star in Hocus Pocus Two, baby. Wow. Hey, dead man gets his fat material. I do. Seriously, what the hell? Damn. I do. He's really, really excited about getting that Jurgens ready. Why don't you go ahead and read that, Deech? Sarah Jessica Parker has claimed that the original Hocus Pocus cast has conjured up an, an answer as to whether or not they would appear in the long-awaited sequel, revealing that it would be a resounding yes. Excellent. That's good, I it- guess. In a recent Instagram post, the actress confirmed that the uh, that that the Sanderson sisters are ready to run amok again. Awesome, as she admits that the original cast already agreed to reprise the roles from Hocus Pocus Two, which is currently in development for the Disney Plus streaming service. God dang it! 
There's the catch. Parker, who played Sarah Sanderson, a ditzy and bewitching younger sister of the Hocus Pocus trio, shared an image of the icon, I Shall Put a Spell on You, a musical number for the original in 1993 movie, along the side of the caption, Halloween 2019, one for the books. Uh, Mustard, you want to finish that one off? Any chances for a sequel? One hopeful fan quiz in the comments section, to which Parker replied, We have all said yes, now we wait. Parker added that the original Hocus Pocus stars must now await instructions on their prospective return for round two, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm down. I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. Too. Obviously, I'm, for I'm down. I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, okay, so this comes immediately after Bette Mittler, who famously portrayed Winifred Sanderson, the Bucktooth leader of the pack, expressed her interest in starring in the sequel as she admitted to Entertainment Tonight that she can't wait to read the script. We want to fly again, and I hope Disney Plus is a big success, and I hope we get to do it because Winifred is, of course, one of my favorite characters. It is. Uh, she's actually gone on record to say that it's one of her only movies that she's ever done that her children could watch. Uh, Mittler told the outlet, while Kathy Najimi, who started as Mary Sanderson, the Swiss like sister, added, uh, is happy that it's happening. So, there we go. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're, we're all very happy that it's happening, dude. So, um, Absolutely. I just wish they'd wait so long to do a finally a sequel. I'm just glad they listened. I'm yeah. just glad they listened to us. Yeah, it's true. I mean, but... Better late than never, I guess. And this next news could be the original cast, so. Y'all think it was like a troll? Like, nah, we're not going to have you bitches back on. And then they're like, nah, just kidding. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I think, uh, I, I think assholes like me who, uh, absolutely love, uh, you know, giving stuff a second chance and, you know, everything else like that. I, I think we are taking over the media and stuff like that. However, I do think that it is assholes like me that do not budge on certain things like this that made mm -hmm. this happen okay do you do you do you, do you, do you know what i'm getting at or yeah dude <laughs> okay. deans what about you sure why not you always get that unless i didn't go full schwarzenegger you did <laughs> I want Hocus Pocus 2 to be successful. I want it to be good. Bring back the original actresses. Now the only question is, I wonder they're gonna bring back the kids, or rather, like, uh, are they gonna be like, are they gonna face the adult version of the kids, or uh... Uh, Zachary Binks and all them? Well, the younger yeah. sister from the original movie is actually in The Walking Dead right now. So I, I don't know. They, I hope they find like new kids to torture. That'd be pretty cool. Be pretty funny. Um, apparently, Hengel, a uh, grave robber that was on the show, read the book that was the sequel, and said that the book is really interesting to read, considering uh, where the characters end up in real time. So, oh um, my gosh, yeah, oh yeah, there's a book sequel. I need to get my hands on that. Yeah, yeah he did say that. So, uh, Kojima Productions plans to make films in the future, oh, and I don't want it. You know, just hearing his name just fucking pisses me off, dude. You know that? <laughs> Literally. Yeah, how, like... how much do you hate this guy that, that his, his name <laughs> like, caused you to go into a rage? It just puts me in a sour ass mood. I'm just like... <laughs> 
Kojima. <laughs> I'm too easy. Hey, Mustard, you got a billion it. dollars from Hito Kojima. I hate it. Send it back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking hate that guy, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I really fucking We have do. a cure for cancer. Just say you like Kojima. Fuck him. <laughs> the old in my fucking grave before I admit that I like him, dude. Honestly, even his games are trash, dude. Come on. Oh, damn. <laughs> I can't do <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys are both dead. I'm sorry. We'll be right back. Let's take a quick break. <laughs> hey, hey, Mustard, we, we found a way to clone the Beatles and bring them back to reunite. You just gotta say you like Kojima. I'm not having that dirty bastard's head. <laughs> if you don't say you like Kojima, I punch a seal. I'll pay for that steel's medical treatment. Get the ticket, boy. Fuck oh, that, dude. dude. Fuck Kojima. Fuck his family. Oh, you... oh no, not his family. Not his family. Well, yeah, fuck his family. I don't really care. But, like, fuck, fuck, like, just fuck that guy. Like, really. Oh, my God. He's just like the act. He's the Axel Rose of video games, and I will always say that. You know that? He really is, though. Oh, he's a fucking. Man. I'm, I'm God's gift to the fucking earth, and you should be grateful that I even list any of you peasants. And I'm just like, fuck off with that attitude, bro. Like, nah. <laughs> Dean, do you want to take this? Because I'm afraid if I ask Mustard, you'll just vomit on his microphone. We just got that thing. <laughs> he who shall not be named has stated his... <laughs> Stated his intent for his studio, Kojima. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, K Productions. <laughs> he said it. I quit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what was that? A baby seal. <laughs> I'm off this fucking show, man. <laughs> talking to my agent. <laughs> <laughs> to start making movies as well as video games in the future. Talking to BBC Newsbeat. As part of a documentary. <laughs> a documentary. We just got to talking about there it. There you go. <laughs> about Death Stranding. Could you... Uh, I'm sorry. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try to okay, say it in, in the future of... I'll fucking quit. Productions. <laughs> I didn't say it. Productions. I'll leave we'll start making wall. films. If you can do one thing well, then you can do everything well. That's oh, shit. <laughs> my God. Fuck you this guy. Fucking guy, dude. Fuck this guy, dude. Oh. I, I, wow. literally, I literally hope, like, his fucking, like, one of his houses catches on fire. Just one of them, you know? Just one of them. Uh, oh, just one of them. <laughs> fuck that guy, dude. Fuck him. He went on to explain that he sees that movies, that was badly written. 
he went on to explain that he sees movies, TV shows, and games competing in the same space in the future, thanks to streaming technology, and that this will encourage new formats to emerge. I'm very interested in the new format of gaming. What? Of game? What? Gaming. That will appear on there, and that's what I want to take on, he said. Uh... Uh, Death Stranding may be a strange design in the grand scheme of video games, but Kojima notes that it is not his way to transition from one format to another. Yeah, I've I've actually been reading a lot of these reviews, like people review, like like consumer reviews, and not like IGN, who sucks everybody's okay. dick. Like you know, you know how like you know how. Okay, hold on. Before you finish that thought, like this is just all so stupid to me because like people. Okay, you know how they say history repeats itself, dude. People thought. In the 80s, that, like, movies and video games were going to go together eventually, and people thought, like, like people thought making games like RoboCop game and, like, Sonic the Hedgehog game was good. And, like, no, it, was, it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. Yeah. And so this guy, for him to be the fucking literal Kanye West of video games, dude, like, I, I just can't, I can't see him fixing or changing history in the way it's repeated itself in the past. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's all I'm going to say about that. <clears throat> Don't ask me about anything else. Um, well, right, well, let's see. Could uh, <clears throat> you uh, notice that it's not a way to transition from one, from, from, from one format to another? God, it's badly written. Uh, but this game is, to start with, like Guillermo del Toro told me, not a way to break out, but to make something that the fans expect. There are new elements to the game, but the basis is something people are used to playing. And like I said, I've been reading all these reviews from gamers, and all they say it's Walking Simulator 3000. Like, there's, there's almost nothing to the game, there's no content to it that, that's beautiful, whatever, but it's just, it's a walking simulator 3000. And almost like he's trying to make a movie? Essentially, uh, Lofus, a fan of the show and a friend of the show, has described it as, uh, as a movie with some interactive parts. So, he's gonna, when he finishes the game, he will be on the show to talk about his experience, much to Mustard's dismay. <clears throat> I won't be here for that show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Taking some much-needed R&R from these two assholes. <laughs> so let's go ahead and did that and move on. Hey, fuck. We have a new number one. Oh, God, it's Selena Gomez. Sorry, dude, I'm just in a bad mood. You are now. Gomez will help you out. Talk, talked about Kojima a little too much for my liking. I'm uh, some, uh, Selena Gomez has beaten someone you love by Louis Capaldi. Um, who was only on number one for one week? Uh, Selena Gomez, love, lose you to love me. What? Well, let's find out. What the fuck? What? Lose you to love me. You know, it's like those. It's like those challenges you see on Facebook, where it's like just hit the middle key of your of your auto of your auto predict and see what it comes up with. Huh. Oh God, let's see. Lose you. Oh my God, it's right there. Oh, they were quick on this one. Oh God. Click it. Ah, uh, do I really <laughs> have to? Click it. New number Click one. Ah! This is the one. At the top of the charts, baby. Oh god. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's give it a fair shot. Let's give it a chance. Let's give it a chance. You promised the world oh, and I fell for it. I don't like it. <laughs> I put you first and you adored it. Set fast to my forest. Oh, fun fact. This is all shot on iPhone 11 Pro. Yeah. 
'cause it wasn't yours. I saw the signs and I ignored it. Rose-colored glasses are distorted. Set fire to my purpose, and I let it burn. You got off in the hurting when it wasn't yours. Yeah, we'd always go into it blindly. In all honesty, it's 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 better than what we've been listening to, except for Louis Capaldi. You guys still there? Oh, I get the title now. I'm trying so hard to. I'm trying so hard to pay attention because I want to tune it out. It's just boring, like it's just boring Oh, nice reference. I like it. I like it. I mean, it's better than what we've been listening to, but it doesn't beat Louis Capaldi. I'm sorry. You promised the world and I fell for it. You know what I mean? Like between this and the Scottish guy slamming on the piano and wailing, I take the Scottish guy. And this is what we were talking about over production. We'll get to that in a sec. Is this over? Oh, thank fuck it's over. Okay. Jeez. That was painful. You know what, Nat? That was annoying. Yeah, that was annoying. It's like after after we ended the last show, we hung around for about twenty minutes and talked about production on on records and how less can be more. And this is a an exact uh example of way too much production for a simple, simple song. Had they had kept the vocals to maybe one, maybe two tracks and kept the, the, the piano as the basis for what was going on in the song, it would have been good. But Louis Capaldi, something that was so basic and just so simple, was absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, that's just... It's like... It's a pretty obvious thing when you're making music. You know... I don't know about you guys, but at least in the beginning, 
but I don't know why. But I was getting the uh, the vibe of a uh, part of your world by the Little Mermaid. A little bit, right? You know, it. it I was like, this sounds so familiar. It's like, you know, it's like part of your world. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but that's what I was just thinking about throughout the entire song. Honestly, oh, the fact that well. it's all shot on a fucking iPhone 11 Pro, that's that's lit, dude. I, I, that's, I think that's, that's pretty cool. It looks good as fuck. I'm not going to lie. That's like the coolest part about the whole video to me. Yeah. Hey, free advertisement. Or was it free? Probably not. But the question <laughs> is, does it, did it, was it better than Someone You Love by Louis Capaldi? I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think it was, but it was definitely better than a lot of the other songs we listened to on this True. podcast. Hey, if I'm being completely honest, I could li- I could <clears throat> listen to to this song more than I can listen to the other one. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can understand. I mean, it, it, it's not a bad song. It's a pretty good song. Yeah, it's just the Louis Capaldi one is just ugh, like I'm not impressed. At least somebody was like in its studio making this. Not like you could record it on my phone or something. You know. I, I appreciate the Louis Capaldi way more than I did this. And Posty, yeah. Post Malone is number three with Circles. We like Post Malone on this podcast. Okay? We like He's right. Hey, and Truth Hurts is going down. Good. Like, fuck. fuck it. So, moving on from that, because my ears uh, are bleeding a little why bit. Are we, why are we talking about math rock on this fucking podcast? The essential podcast? guide to math rock. Why is your, you're literally just torturing your dude. Uh, the essential guy to math rock or a list of bands won't get you laid, but might blow your mind. I, I was literally about to say, like, y'all want some little fucking birth control, dog? This is, this is exactly what it is. <laughs> math rock. It's just Better a load than... of dudes in a sweaty room wanking on their instruments. Right? Wrong. Well, actually, oh, that's right. basically it. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> who, who wrote James Berg? I love you, man. Love you, guy. Love you, man. <laughs> Uh, but to call it, that would be missing the point of the, the instrumental music. It's basically stupidly intricate guitar melodies combined with insane time signatures that make you say, how the fuck did they do that? Yep. Without the whole band descending. Uh, I, I won't say how the fuck did they do that, but why the fuck did they do that? Is more is more the appropriate question. Because they can, dude. Uh... Uh, let's because okay. So for those of you who don't know, mustard is fucking balls deep in math rock, and don't I mean, try, don't I, deny it. Don't deny. I it. used to be deny balls it. deep, but like I guess nowadays I'm like eh, it's just music. Like I don't know. If you don't understand it, you don't understand it. Like so, we'll uh, we'll we'll look at a couple of the bands here. Four to the floor. You heard of them? No. Mustard. No. Moving on. Uh, Shred is dead. I don't think these are bands. I think these are actually like tips. No, these are bands. No, they get. Wait, hold on. Go back. Go, 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 go. I was scared. Time signatures are the bread and butter of my. Oh, they're not bands. Yeah, there are bands. My bad. My bad. These are fucking bands, dude. (laughs) (laughs) In today's claim, what you do, Dead Man, Dead Man, you messed up. You messed up. That's a live loss, buddy. Sorry. In my defense, yeah. though, considering nope. today's music, those are nope. those are straight up band names. Four to the floor. That's those a band, could have been name. band name from the '60s too. It doesn't have to do with anything with today's music. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right, um, obscure time signatures are the bread and butter of math rock. Maybe that's where the name comes from. 
Being uh, rubbish at maths never stopped me from appreciating the mastery of some time drummers have. Okay. Whether it's a song with one giant drum fill. Uh, Check out Zach Hill's album, Astrological Straits, the 30-minute drum roll necromancer. Nice. Fuck that. Ah, no. Okay, okay that really... Eh, that, that, that whole article, that whole paragraph was like was just really a bad. reference. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shred is dead. The, the guitars can define which direction a math rock band goes in, whether it's a technical tap band like Volta Dumar. You heard of them? Yeah, I've heard of them. Uh, a relaxed, uh, laid-back groove like Pele. Yeah, Pele's really good, actually. A dark, uh, repetitive, repetitive vamping style from Slint. Never heard of them. Or loopy electronic noodling from Battles the Tortoise. Never heard of them. Um, okay. In math... No one can hear you scream, Deej. <clears throat> one of the main reasons I like math rock is its lack of vocals. This leaves the music to speak for itself. If I want to listen to lyrics, I'll listen to Bob Dylan, not Hella's latest album. There's no 666 in outer space. There's yeah, the album. Cool. Which features vocals and was, and was, in my humble opinion, a step back. However, saying this band like uh, this band's like Foles, mm -hmm. yeah, that's a really popular one. American football and battles, okay, that battles have used vocals and samples to bring math to the mainstream, <clears throat> which, which makes it uh, makes it more accessible to the masses. While this is not necessarily a bad thing, it is arguably more uh, more math pop than math rock. All right, so uh, I agree because like American football has been around since like the early nineties. Uh, uh, than that, man. You got to have quirky song titles to be a true professor of math rock. While some may be pretentious, others show the less serious side of math rock. True, that's very true. Some of my favorite titles are "Want to Come Back to My Room and Listen to Some Bell and Sebastian." <laughs> this town needs guns. I love that man. Violence in D minor. Uh, this town needs guns. I'll forget about you throwing that rock because that dance is pretty funny. <laughs> uh, this town needs guns. It's not true, Rufus. Don't listen to the hat. Uh, this town needs guns. Yeah, dude, their 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 titles are fucking hilarious, dude. I I remember you showed me this town needs guns, and they're not actually they're that good. bad. They're really good, dude. But I, I we're gonna listen to at least we're we're gonna at least listen to at least one song from this article, which is Delta Sleep. And we're going to listen to one that Mustard uh, is going to bring us. So let's listen to this. Jesus, four and a half minutes. Delta Sleep's pretty good, actually. All right. So this one's Delta Sleep, Lake Sprinkle Sprinkle. <laughs> okay. Banana. Apple. Apple. Orange. Fruit. Do you hear the time signatures? One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Change, like it's three, three. That was shot reverse.
Yeah. It's just basically off-time music. That's all math rock is. I was gonna say this is like this is like emo jazz. Yeah, I guess. I actually like it. Damn, those drums are killer, dude. You hear that? I'm actually listening more to the guitar and how just sporadic it is. Yeah, if you listen to the lyrics, hella emo, dude. Hella fucking emo. We lived in the house, we lived there for three years. Now, the thing is, is that musically speaking, technically speaking, this is a marvel. Yeah, it's fucking dope, dude. And this is something I've always said to Mustard, even though when we talked about Math Rock, like, it is marvelful, it is marvelous, it is masterful. But it's more annoying than it is enjoyable. To you. I don't know. DJ weigh in on this. Uh, I can see why people can get into this. I can understand, but this is not for me. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's really bad green screen, but it's pretty cool. Oh, look at the music. Like I said, like, listen to, like, hear those drums and I'm just in a, nope, there it goes. Changed to a different beat now. Yep. It wasn't 4-4 four, four for a bit, for like a split second and it sounded really good. See, that kind of reminds me of. I don't like the vocals. Huh? I don't like the vocals. I don't mind the vocals. I've heard worse recently. I mean, the thing is, is that we can't cut this off because it keeps changing, and there's a new song, like, almost every 30 seconds. Yeah, pretty much. Deech, what do you have to say about all this? I, <laughs> I pretty much said it. Like I said, I, mean, I can see all the other people, but people are going to be into this, but like I said, this is just not for me. Like, what is it that takes it out for you? Yeah, people from Mustard said it's uh, offbeat music. So you, you, you know, I mean, you I, don't I keep like expecting this. You know, it's like I keep expecting to sync up, but I know it won't. So it's like one of those. I'm just gonna sit here and just go through this. <laughs> and so you kind of agree with me in the idea that it's more annoying than it is entertaining. I guess. I mean, if I had to listen to it like all the time, I guess I can go with annoying. But it's just one of those. I get it. I do. Because I'm a musician too, so I, I get it. Because, you know, they're playing is good. Really good. 
Put on a uh, tangled hair, Catalina. I know everybody loves my clicky clacky keyboard. All right, so oh my god, five minutes. All right, we're gonna listen this to is, some of this, not the entire thing. This is a good fucking song. This is a really good song. So here we go. And it's actually a little bit more bearable than most. Oh, Milk Time Productions. I think I actually know someone from there. <laughs> nice. I, I actually think I do. I've been listening to this band since I was in high school. If you really listen to it, the tempo, the tempo is there. Yeah. See, this, this is the this is the vocals I was talking about way back when. This is the vocals that annoy me. Like the last band that we listened to, I don't mind those vocals because I can actually hear them. You know what I mean? Like it, it fits in with the music. But this guy, this guy is like. There you go. Listen to that. Go break down. Yeah, it's just like weird jazz. That's a good breakdown right there. That sounds amazing. And then it gets louder. It's pretty dope. Deej, what are your thoughts on this one? Better. Right you know, better than the other song. Really? I think so. I think like, it, it, this is like where I can more get into it. Yeah, this is a little bit more jazz and a lot less prog. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's no need for singing here. I mean, I can get into this song. I mean, I, this type of this, this type of this type of song I can like I, I study to. Yeah. Like a random on the subject I can just yeah, yeah. Just, just, just study it. I just want to I just want you guys to see this like one drum part real quick. Yeah, then we'll go on. Look at that guy's. Did you see his yeah, face? He's counting it. He is yeah. counting it, dude. He was almost drooling. <laughs> look at him. Look at him.
I think we're going to stop that there because I, I can't take another minute and a half of that. Yeah, after that drum part, I'm good. I mean, the drum part was great, but it was. Once that was over, I was like, okay, yeah. Well, would foxing be math rock or is just foxing just ultra emo? Mustard. Well, hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. My internet ad aids. Quick second. What'd you say? What'd you guys say? I said, uh, would, uh, would, would foxing be math rock? Foxing? Yeah. Uh, it's more like prog- progressive indie. Cause that's, that's high prog, but there's a lot of technicality to it. Yeah, but it's not off time though. It's all in four, four. I don't know. Uh, Rory is off time. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Dude, Rory is mid-beat. Yeah, just because it's like half-step doesn't mean it's off-time. Like, off-time, I mean... Technically like, off-time. No, 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 no. Like, when you have a 4-4 four, four, and you have mid-beat, you can you can hit that 2 or the 3 and you can still have the 4 measure. This shit is like... It's like... It's not 4-4. Four, four, it's fucking like 5-7 or like 3-6 or like 3-8 or some shit. Like, it's not... It's not... It's very unpredictable. This is, Rory this is definitely 5-7. Rory is mid beat but rory is still you can feel the changes you can feel when it's going to change like from chorus to you know what i mean like i want to i want to do rory and see what deej thinks about it what do you fine think? go for it put it on yeah, yeah. deej you, you down for one more song let's do it all right all right uh i know i wanted to end it but like oh god like rory is such a good song and yeah, it uh, is. uh wait am i thinking of rory or am i thinking of uh i wrote you a letter so that's that's th- this one. That's it. Yeah, this is okay. Mm-hmm. So this one's a lot shorter. Um, so just uh, let us know what you guys think, because uh, I know you guys are listening. You guys are listening to uh, uh, this kind of music and stuff like that. Do you guys think we're, we're I'm off on it? Do you guys think we're off on it? Do you think this song that we're about to play is off time? If so, please. If you if you do or don't, just let us know. Social media, please. Uh, we'll get to that it's in a second. A but here's four, Rory. Four song, my guy. The production for this video is also very strange. Yeah, it is really good. No, one, two, three, four, 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 four. I know it's four, four, but four, four doesn't stop it. Shut up. Hold on. It's not math rock. <laughs> you like Connor's vocals because he fucking screams out. Honestly, we'll get to that after the song. See, that beat is very loose. It is 4-4, four, four, but it's three, very loose. 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 1, two, See, listen, listen. Do 
feels kind of scared or just, just, just pay attention to the, to the piano, though. Yeah, the, the, the piano's the, falling yeah, on I mean, three and four. Yeah, it's it's four four. One, two, three. You know, yeah, that piano note keeps it at four four. So the drums. I guess it's just the vocals that are off that kind of trip me out because I pay such close attention to his vocals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's the vocals that's off, yeah, but the music itself, no. That you know, the drums and that piano note is like you can tell it's like the center of the whole song. All right, we're gonna stop that there because honestly, it's uh, it's a crescendo of a song. That's a sad song. It is a sad song. Uh, Deej, what did you think of it? Uh, well, like I said, I mean, you can, uh, yeah, the vocals is math rockish, you know, stepping <laughs> off, but, yeah, but yeah, I, I, but no, nah, like as far as the, the actual music goes, no, nah, it's, it's four, four. So you can like, it has math rock elements, but it's not math, pure math rock. Hey, if I can't vape on the fucking podcast, can you dog? I fucking forgot to hit mute. Anyways. <laughs> oh, dude. That's, is that two? Yes, is that two? Oh, my God. That was bad. That was first bad. Time, uh, first time in VTN history, ladies and gentlemen. I bit my Dead tongue, too. Vapes on the podcast. <laughs> Ow. Fuck. I bit my tongue. Deej, why don't you rev up that beautiful voice and tell us where to get our merch? Oh, yes. Hello, everybody. Hi. Shut up. Oh. That's right. We're here to tell, to tell you about our merchandise. That is right. We will tell you about our merchandise, and we will keep telling you about our merchandise until you actually buy some merchandise. So buy this merchandise if you can get me to shut up. It won't Please. work, but you can at least hope, right? <laughs> so, where to get our merchandise? I'm uh, so glad you asked. You can get us at www.teespring.com forward slash shop forward slash VT Network. That is right. We have it all. We got pants. We got t-shirts. We got lady t-shirts. We got socks. We have stickers. My goodness, I cannot get over the stickers. I will never stop talking about the stickers. <gasps> Dead man, did you hear me talking about the stickers? I did not. Tell me again. Oh, we have stickers. You can stick them anywhere. We, on the wall, on your book, on your desk, on your poster, up your... We have stickers. We have phone cases, both iPhone and Android. We do not discriminate here. We have pillows. We have beach. That's right. You will look cool on the beach. We have beach towels. We have hoodies. We have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be styling and profiling, look somewhere else. But in the meantime, buy our merch. www.tspring.com forward slash shop forward slash VT network. That is right. So buy now or just buy. <laughs> or we'll find you. <laughs> Did I get mustard? I think you got mustard, yeah. <laughs> Look somewhere else. Otherwise... <laughs> Alright, while, while mustard recovers from that, please check out our social media. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if you have any suggestions of the show, any comments, hate comments, whatever, we welcome them all. Check out Facebook.com forward slash VT Network to Twitter, 
dot com forward slash vt network to and email us at vt network 84 at gmail.com we're very active we respond to almost no we respond to everything so we will respond to everything because we don't get shit yeah because we don't have much of a life anyways please let us know how we're doing let us know if you want to come on to the show even if you have opinions that you think the world uh, of all three of our listeners want to hear hit us up but now to mustard and mustard is going to personally thank uh everybody that helped make his microphone possible mustard take it away please so we have a five dollar donation from mr paul schroyer and he put a personal note that said it's not a lot but i hope it helps i love the podcast my man thank you so much we love you too thank you for letting us be a part of the beautiful network and uh, yeah thank you for the five bucks and andrew moore Donated $15. Didn't say much, man, but thank you so much. Really, really appreciate you. Uh, Denise Williams said, Our ears deserve great quality. Good luck getting to goal, guys. She donated $20. Thank you, Denise. My life isn't even worth $20, okay? Um, Corey Dawson said, Well, hey, National Nachos Day, right? And donated $27. Corey, thank you so much, man. You also put a fucking dope-ass picture of like an alien thing. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is or where it's from. It looks like something out of the fucking Power Rangers. Honestly, I'm not sure. But uh, thank you so much for the 27 bucks. Actually finishing off our goal, dude. And, yeah, we really appreciate it. You guys helped me get this nice mic of nice quality. I'm not using the Xbox Live mic anymore. And that's because of you guys. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you very, very much. You're going to get personal emails and notes and everything. And probably some nudes from Mustard. Uh, we're, still, we're still working on the sound it quality. my nudes. We're still working on the sound quality to get it just right for the podcast, but that will get there. So thank you very much again to Paul Schroyer, not only for your donation, but for keeping us on the Magic Squirrel Network. Thank you to BJ Robbins, a personal friend of mine, personal friend of this podcast, who is a wonderful friend and gives us... Uh, oh, yeah, that's a that, that's an alien from... Uh, um, God damn it. I'll think of the alien in a minute. <laughs> thank you to BJ Robbins for who gives us feedback every week. Wonderful person. Uh, thank you to Juice in the Morning, who is our personal playboy, and we appreciate the nudes every morning, Bubba. Love you. And thank you to everyone who has listened. Thank you, Nisi, for the donation. Um, and I think that about... Oh, check out Colonel Mustard's stream, which is Mixer.com forward slash Colonel Mustard, the first L being an I. He has a schedule up. He has donations coming in. He is growing. I know that he has a better, ni- a better mic. It's going to just keep getting better, folks. Check out the stream. Yes, please. Please. We're planning on streaming with uh, Ashley Zombie, who was another member of the Magic Squirrel Network. We'll be on there uh, sometime in the future, probably very soon. So I think that about wraps it up. So, DJ, say goodnight, DJ. Goodnight, DJ. Hello, everyone. My name is Laura. And I'm Josh. And we are the hosts of the My True Crime Obsession podcast, the newest addition to the Magic Magic Squirrel Squirrel Network. Network. So if you guys like true crime as much as we do, then make sure you tune in every Tuesday to hear what crazy story we've dug up next. Also, make sure you go over to Facebook, give us a thumbs up, follow us for all the latest details. And you can also listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Podbean. We'll We'll see see you there. there.